What's up, weaves, and welcome back to Anime Lane, the podcast where we take you down the yellow brick road of anime and have a look at everything it has to offer. As always, I am your host, Rob Notorious, and joining me today is Sean. Hi. And Melina. Hello. And today we're going to be talking about, uh, actually, I should put a content warning here. Oh. Because mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about a fairly intense movie. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, yes. Toshi Kon's Perfect Blue, which I think I kind of warned you guys about way back when we picked it. But I should have maybe refreshed that before we watched maybe, yeah. it. Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about the, that warning when I watched it. Yeah, so. I I like started watching it and it gets to like the first kind of fairly bloody scene and I was like, ah, yeah, mm. I should have reaffirmed. It wasn't the, even to go into this like really quickly. It wasn't even the gore that got to me. It was just no. the intense psychological stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like that as like a prelude to just how intense the film gets because yeah, yeah. it kind of just comes from nowhere oh um, yeah so yeah uh, if if you have any uh, i guess just general content warning the film's rated an 18 for a reason it's it's uh, trauma mm-hmm. violence Sexual, sexual assault. assault. Yeah, I so, was trying to find the best wording for yeah. that part. <clears throat> um, Listener discretion is advised. A hundred percent. For once, I think we're f- fairly diving into a fairly adult yeah. um, conversation on this one, I think. Probably. Um, and the <laughs> very contrasting... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Promare. Um, <laughs> two, you could, we couldn't have picked two completely fucking opposite movies. No, but we originally had a Lupin lined up, but Lupin yes. just came out uh, before we recorded this, so I mm. thought they'd maybe be a bit close because it was getting going to be like four mm. or five months before yeah, the yeah. next one. And I thought generally Lupin can be a bit too close yeah. in terms of not tone, <laughs> but certainly there's something about Lupin that I find a bit too close to what Perfect Blue is doing stylistically. Yeah, I yeah, I think I get you. And I think they range a bit more from comedic and seriousness in that whenever mm. we pick one, we're never entirely sure what we're getting. So I was like, I definitely know Promare is far more lighthearted. It may be a better contrast because yeah. I don't oh, yeah. want too much of a Depression. depressing episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So You actually did like t- tell tell me to like don't watch Perfect Blue last. Oh yeah, you were like, I'm watching you were like, you messaged me and you're like, oh, it's time to begin. And I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And you you said uh, mediocre purple? Yeah, because there's a, there's a running, ju- I want to call it a running joke. It is a running joke. With me, where like, I will say the name of a movie, but I will purposely use like synonyms or something uh-huh. to make it You'll, sound completely uh... fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So instead of perfect blue, I said mediocre purple. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you you tried with Promer, but that's not a word. It's so not you... a word, so I I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> no, Aww. you're like uh, what was it? You amateur amateur horse, or amateur pony, <laughs> amateur pony. That's it. Gets the point across. I like <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. I, I I said that, and I was like, that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Will this um, be a recurring segment? Mm-hmm. We'll Maybe. see how long I want to keep this up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um. So yeah, did you watch? Perfect Blue. You didn't, did you? You watched it last. I did. Oh, Melina, we're so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel like I should start telling you guys, like, an order. If there's a specific I, order. Yeah. yeah. I just watched the one I feel like I'm going to like most last. That's my general way of doing it. I get the logic. I get the logic, but you really thought you'd like Perfect Blue the most? Yes. I mean, I've heard good things about Perfect Blue. It is, Blue. A, it yeah. is like, it's very highly rated, and it is, like, a very high scorer on my list. But at the same time... It's it's intense. It's intense. <laughs> I'll be oh, honest. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I picked Perfect Blue first was because it was shorter on that night. I just wanted a shorter mm. movie. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, because uh, Promere's near two hours, and this is yeah. in Pro- Perfect Blue's just under 90. It's, it's yeah. in full like an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including credits. So. Very manageable, yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I, you know, we'll just start. I, I won't do all the kind of... Oh, quirky introductions. Well, yeah, we'll no lightheartedness start. for this no, no, one, no. because no. Uh, so, Perfect Blue, if you haven't seen it, is a... We, we assume you've seen it if you're listening to this, but yeah, if for yeah, some reason you haven't. Yeah. Um, if for some reason you haven't and you're listening to this, uh, it's it's a film about a former pop idol who becomes an actress, and it's kind of a look at the societal influence that that can have and the pressure that it can mm. put upon a person. It's very much a, a look at how, how idol culture can affect someone's mental health. With, oh, yeah. With mm-hmm. a you know, a crime detective, well, not detective, but a crime spin, spin on that. Murder mm. mystery type thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a very intense movie, <laughs> uh, which we've we've established. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start. It's hard to really start, like, where the conversation can start with this movie, because... Yeah. I don't, we don't want to dive right in. No, and I mean, the movie doesn't dive right in either. No, it, it takes, takes a time. A, yeah. yeah, it takes about halfway through to, like, all the, like, most of the intense stuff to actually uh-huh. happen. Apart they even, like, reference in the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Sort mm-hmm. of met in sort of a meta context when she's... I think it's, like, a second movie that yeah. she's working on, where, like, oh, halfway through, this happens, and then after that, the plot degrade not degrade yeah, yeah the, the sense of reality becomes yeah. very much blurred and it kind of mm-hmm. i think you see the foundation of what led to millennium actress oh in, absolutely in that oh, yeah. section but i think done much better than millennium actress in the sense mm. that just when you feel like you're like okay this is real life mm. uh, suddenly it's like cut we're moving on to the next scene and you're like oh oh okay okay this yeah. is all not reality with millennium actress it felt like I don't want to call it a gimmick, the mm-hmm. whole reality, like, shifting thing. Uh-huh. It was very much, like, a big part of the story that you yeah. were constantly it's, it's questioning everything. It's a narrative device, whether, yeah. it, and yeah. whether that works or not. And I, I think I know what it is. There was no lead-in. Yeah, yeah. Just it just starts dropped it. in and you're like, what, what's happening? You've yeah. just got to figure it out, whereas Perfect Blue has that lead-in and that mm. build-up mm-hmm. to all that stuff, which I yeah. think made it a lot stronger. And I think it's, it's more of, like, a, a switch where it's... Again, it's another narrative device, but it's and it's uh, it kind of is there to show there's a slight monotony in what she's mm. doing, but also she's not even sure what reality is anymore as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a nice kind of way of confusing the viewer as much as she is confused as yeah. well. I think. Um, the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we sort of started already, and we still don't know where. Yeah, actually yeah. To start. it's it's an interesting one because it's. I think since Ghost in the Shell are most like mm. serious movie, definitely heavy hitting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Melina, <laughs> from your perspective, I really liked it. Okay, okay, cool. I, I kind of, I wasn't sure because I'm watching it and I'm like, this is as I really need to figure out how I'm going to navigate this one. I think as a male viewer, there's like a slight disconnect in some of the stuff I'm seeing and that how mm-hmm. how the, the main character feels. Yeah. And I kind of was conscious watching it that I'm like, 
have I just put Melina in the most uncomfortable position <laughs> possible whilst watching a movie? I don't think so. I mean, there are scenes that are meant to be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and even for a male viewer, I'm assuming it would be. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that, like, the, whole, uh, the, the whole uh, rape scene. Yes, that yeah. uh, really got under my skin. Which, even yeah. though it is, like, in the movie, it's a scene, like, yeah. in a movie, it still was very uncomfortable. 100%. Yeah, it was... I think to watch it as a female viewer, you kind of understand her a bit because mm-hmm. it's, you know, a known thing in the industry, especially like 2090s. You can't say no as yeah. an actress. Yeah. You don't have that position of power. You want to become a good actress, you got to say yes to it's, anything. It's either that or nothing, which is kind of fucked. Yeah. yeah like if and, we think about like the Harvey Weinstein era, it's like yeah. say yes. You do whatever they ask yeah. of you. They're like, this is going to help your career in like a manipulative way. I mean, she mm-hmm. chose to do it in the end, but. Mm-hmm. She the, also the, said it. There was I definitely like yeah. the overtone of that uh-huh. throughout that whole scene, oh, yeah, and like yeah. with like the agents, mm-hmm. like just talking about and uh, Rumi, who will go into deeper. Oh, yes. we will talk about that. Yeah. Jesus, that was that was a that was a twist I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Um, it's funny how you mentioned like two thousand and nineties and like obviously the Harvey Weinstein stuff, but I don't think. M- I'm going to say it's better in Japan and the industry, but I don't think it's to the point that we're at here in the West. I still think mm-hmm. it's very much, you have to do it. Yeah. Whether you want to or not, you mm-hmm. are in so many fucked up contractual obligations when you're oh, in yeah. the idol industry in Japan. And <laughs> oh, unfortunately, yeah. even though she transitioned to an actress, it's still. kind of within seiyuu culture, which is the, the term for... Uh, voice actors mm-hmm. it's very much like you're kind of a workhorse you're, you're a bit of a slave yeah. towards the labor of it and all that sort of stuff so i don't think much has unfortunately changed in oh. that regard um i mean it's they they were filming this series movie the detective one it was on, i think it was a series the detective was, stuff was a was a series, it was a series. and she yeah. had a bit part but then i think the the rape scene is in a movie that yeah. she was in. Because f- from how I kind of interpret it, I wasn't sure whether it was the same thing or not. So mm-hmm. I just kind of mm-hmm. saw it as this writer has not finished the story. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to add it. Oh, yeah, actually you are right. That is so uncomfortable. Like, I don't know why motivations mean. Probably manipulative. I think he kind of done that because, and I know this is absolutely asked. fucked up. They, yeah. He was asked to make more of more for her role mm-hmm. and you know from a writer's perspective if you're you have a certain idea of how you want the story to go mm-hmm. being asked that you're kind of like well fuck, fuck you, you. Yeah. and so yeah. i guess he's maybe done that because it's to push like an idol's you know buttons, um not necessarily buttons but image? like how far her image can be yeah. stretched yeah. before because that's sort maybe, of a central yeah. theme with her mm-hmm. as she's like transitioning from an idol to an actress because like as an idol they sort of show that she had like a sort of innocent, good good girl sort That's of like yeah. a, image. A pervasive thing within yeah. idol culture in general. You can't be you can't be in a relationship. You can't be mm. overly sexual. You can't. You yeah. have yeah. to be. The, you have a it's certain what we ideal. see in like K-pop culture right yes. now. Yeah, like, uh-huh. It's very much you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't because mm-hmm. you have an image. You present a certain brand. You can't change that yep. brand. Yeah, because you know people worked hard to get you that branding, yeah, yeah. so don't go ruin it. Yeah, yeah. It was very. I liked. I liked it a lot, and like seeing that transition between mm-hmm. idolhood and acting, I think it was very interesting yeah. to see like how it affects you mentally. Going from you're on a stage in front of people, like direct feedback mm-hmm. to like 
you see she's very nervous, like running her one line 40 yeah. times. Like, oh, I have to get it right. I have to get it right. And it's, it's nice to see that vulnerable side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Any lull in the conversation is when we're like, where the fuck do uh, we where do you go? It is, a hard, it is a hard film to navigate. Of course. Yeah, I mean, by, des- by design. By design. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, the internet is like a... a core thing to this but it's, it's weird how they old... captured fandom culture so yes. well in a oh, movie yeah. from this was 1997 yeah wasn't it uh seven or eight yeah i i looked i looked up i looked it up like after watching mm-hmm. it and i think it was 97 it's it's funny because it's so web 1.0 uh-huh but at the same time <laughs> it captures, nothing has changed no it, i think this was very much and i don't know because the perfect blue is based on a book and I don't know how much of the internet stuff is in the original book or if that's something that was added mm. by Satoshi Kon when he was making the movie. If it was added, then it's seamless. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I, it's it's uh, scary how much that is a prediction of modern day. Mm. And the fact that Satoshi Kon never lived to see any social media that came mm. to yeah. be like that is it's scary how much he managed to just... It's prophetic. Yeah. Very much like so. the the main like rabid fan guy. I'm not even sure if he was a, if he was if he was real at the end. The guy with I like one eye or don't something. Don't know. <laughs> don't know. I don't think we're supposed to really know. No. But that's like that's in modern times we'd call that a stan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like bordering just, on stalker. But yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think bordering on. I'm pretty sure he would be he's, classified. He as is a stalker. stalker yeah. She right. went to he's, the police. And, yeah. He stalks her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fact she never once thinks, hey, I've been seeing this guy all the time. I should maybe report that. Yeah. I mean, that again is like, you know, you'd say, because this guy's probably, I'm your biggest fan, yada, yada. And if she goes to the police, he's like, this is how she treats her fans who love her. How Mm. dare she? Yeah, this is true. I I guess it's going that way if she tried that. I think the difference being that he is mentally unhinged. Correct. Mm. Whereas I think there's like a contrast in... You see the photographer kind of waiting outside the agency building when mm-hmm. she's going to work. But then there's him who is writing all about her day mm. online. And I think there's a slight difference. In, Literally step by step. Yeah, step yeah. by step. And I think, you know, she could have reported him and been like, and he could have said whatever he wanted. But the fact that he was stalking her mm-hmm. is fucked. And I th- mm. I think that you know, you see it now at least and, and everyone can kind of rally around. Yeah, don't fucking do that. Yeah, creepy yeah. bastard. Yeah. Uh, whether that would have been the case in the late 90s, I, I don't actually know. I mean, I'd like to hope for better. You were there, <laughs> but you were like a, a very I was small child. If so. this came out in 97, I was just born. Yeah, and we weren't, <laughs> we weren't even around at all. No. <laughs> I'm going to check what date this came out, because I may have not been born when this... <laughs> release i think you mentioning the photographer i think that's something we should touch on as well but mm-hmm. there are people in the industry that are known to be like yeah just take your clothes off yeah, oh, he was very oh, pushy the, on the, the photographer that the like profe- asks her professional to, yeah. Yeah. yeah and the fact that the i think her ex-bandmates were like oh he, he's known for like getting girls to take yeah, their clothes yeah. off it's like mentioned offhand i think that was quickly. the fans was it the fans? No, I think I think it was the uh, the other idols. Yeah, the, like I think idols? also because the they fans sort of laugh like, about it. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. And, uh, like it, it feels very 
manipulative. Yeah. But it was kind of weird to understand from her perspective. She was still kind of like, you know, I have an image to protect. Mm-hmm. And still, again, it's whatever you want. Like, yeah. it's your body, it's your choice. If you want to do that, do that. I, I sort of thought, I'm not sure if I misinterpreted or anything, but I thought that, like, she was trying to, like, purposely shed that, like, idol image to go full into... Uh, yeah, I, she definitely wanted Cyrus. to move from yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a fairly that's apt, I think. Pretty good, yeah. yeah comparison. <laughs> I think, you know, she's trying to move away from the innocence. I thought, I, I, think, think, I thought that's why she ended up agreeing to the rape scene other than, you know, the overtone of sort of yeah. being forced into it. Mm. Or at least she convinced herself that she wanted to do it to shed that. Uh-huh. Sort mm-hmm. of I mean, we see image. later that she didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right in that. She kind of convinced herself that to get away from the image that she has, she needed to do that scene. She needed to do the, the nude photography. Mm. Even though in a weird way, those end up fueling the, the fans of that image that she's already built up in a negative yeah. way, which is, mm-hmm. you know... That that is not a criticism on her. That's a criticism on the fan base. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. If we think about like again to pull the Miley Cyrus mm-hmm, when she mm-hmm. kind of you know shaved her head and started going her own way, people were like, "Excuse me, Hannah Montana, you can't what do is that. this? You can't do I, this." I remember my aunt, not my aunt, my gran went to visit uh, a family member in America when I was. 12, 13. And so this would have been a right around when mm. she was kind of mm. moving away from Hannah Montana and doing that sort of stuff. Mm. And they were like pulling Hannah Montana DVDs off the shelf and being like, no, you can't buy that because, you know. Yeah, look at her now. Yeah. She's Jesus. cursing. Which is. That's I mean, that, that is a summary of America nicely oh, right there and how yeah. fucked they are. But, you know, why? Why? Like, uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> If she wants to do it, she can do it. Yeah, yeah. She, she's a person. She can do what she wants. Mm. She's, an, she's an adult. <laughs> and I mean, the underlying point is that realistically, she, she doesn't want to do it. She just convinces herself that she does, which is, you know, a nice comment on how the yeah. industry was how it, like, at that point you. in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just so hard to talk about because it, it is, so it is very chaotic of a movie and I love a good chaotic movie, mm. but it's also like finding the threads that kind of weave it all yeah. together. Mm. It's because I still don't think I fully understood what's happened. I I, I feel like I need I have to watch a, it at least three, four more times to be like, ah, yeah. Second yeah, time I've seen it, I grasped it a little better, but I still got to the end. And she says the final line, "No, I'm real," and I'm like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I I will say I grasped this one. I think a lot more than I did Millennium Actress, which I still still like. I did still like. Mm. I think that's that's fair. I think, you know, like we said, the narrative device of Millennium Actress maybe doesn't always work nah. so well. Uh, I, I think it it's slightly different here in Perfect Blue. I think it works a little better because it's meant to cause confusion. Yeah, and I feel like it's more like... I feel like saying up to interpretation is a cop-out. Mm. But it's ambiguous. It's ambiguous. It's slightly ambiguous, but I don't necessarily know if it's an open to interpretation ambiguous yeah. if that makes sense because like that ending scene heavily points to like you know mm-hmm. it was roommate the whole time which to me it would make ish sense like roomie has been the one that's been mm-hmm. talking to the guy yeah. yeah and that's why the guy's like you're not real because she talks to me and this reminds you know catfish yeah. the show yeah there was a guy that was convinced he was talking to katie perry 
like mm. convince yeah. this random Facebook profile was Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's her secret account what she used to talk to fans. It's like yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, sure. yeah, and it's it's pulling a lot of comparisons. How fans are very easy to be manipulated. It's, there's if, a reason if they really yeah. want something to be real. Yeah, convince I mean, I think it's, it's a, a certain section of fans can easily be convinced. And I think that more than points to maybe underlying mental health issues 100%. that oh, absolutely. should definitely get checked out. And there's also like a certain vulnerability that someone might have, mm-hmm. you know, depending on their current situation in life, whether they're, you know, been single for a long time and aren't good with, with women in a social setting, they're more likely to fall for that sort of thing if they... Yeah you know, recently divorced and are kind of still reeling mm-hmm. from that, they may be more susceptible to that sort of thing. Yeah, they're more vulnerable. Yeah, so it's... it's in, That sort of stuff is interesting because it's like, we kind of look at catfish and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, why the fuck would you believe that? And it's like, no, no, let's actually sit down and unpack why the fuck they yeah. might... Look at the circumstances yeah. Yeah. here. In this case, like, apparently the stalker had been talking to her for so long because, you know, if you have one message on your Instagram, like, hey, I'm Chris Evans, this is my secret profile to get close to fans. I get these accounts all the time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Pedro Pascal. I, I need some money to get to the set of The Last of Us. I have Oscar <laughs> Isaac here with me. Hey, this is Oscar. <laughs> Hello, this is Oscar Isaac. Would you like an autograph? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's a cultural thing now that it's it's so common yeah. to oh, yeah. have, like, this is my profile that I use to talk to my fans because my my manager won't let me talk to what fans. I find hilarious because I'm like, what, how are you people getting these fucking messages? I never end up I with get that sort of so yeah. many of them. Really? Yeah. I mean, I get a lot of weird requests anyway. I mean, yeah. Mm. I, unfortunately, I hate to say it just by default. Yeah. I don't use any hashtags, whatever, nothing. Every few days, it's like, a, hello, darling. How are you doing? Mm. Yeah. Would you like sh- be sugar baby $5,000 a month nothing sexual? Huh? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's bots. We all know it's bots. Oh, it's, oh, it's bots. always bots. 100%. Yeah. And it's all targeted at like that, you know, that little nectar of data that, mm. that people can get yeah. a hold of. And just because you don't use hashtags, like, they'll be able to you. see your, yeah, your yeah. profile is female and exactly. target you through yeah, that. Yeah. Um, Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I do find that the uh, accounts for our podcasts and one of the other business accounts I have, which is a parody account I don't use anymore, all end up in random group chats on Twitter. Like, they'll just get added to a bunch of random ones. So, like, that, I I guess, is another kind of thing that they're targeting. Sorry, weird tangent. Tangent. Yeah, we're going a a bit mad. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think Rumi. She's the yes, manager slash mentor, I'd say. Yeah, yeah she, she was sort of the same. Very early on. Ar- yeah. Ironically enough, yeah, she was the same one, mm-hmm. like, out of the two. I did find her frustrating. Mm. Mima can... As Mima. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah. it's Mima. Continuously says, I want to do these things. And she's like, oh, but think about Mima. And I'm like, bitch, would you listen to what she just fucking said? She yeah. adult. she do what she want. Because, <laughs> like... If, if she was like, oh, you know, I've been through it. I'm like, yeah, she, mm. no, she probably has mm-hmm. helpful advice. You know, yeah, she's yeah. gone through the motions. She knows some people, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Apparently, fuck not. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and, like, it threw me for a loop to mm. be like, oh, it's been her all this time. Cause that, mm. That's how she knew all what she was doing every single yeah, day yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah, because she was, like, talking to her. And, yeah. like, I can her. sort of, I, I think it makes sense, though, when you kind of, 
if you go back and watch it, there's some dialogue lines that give it Probably, away. Because yeah. uh, the, I don't know who he was. The the like guy they're always talking to. The other agent. Yeah, yeah I I he was like, like a, the agent, and she was more mentory felt to I me. I think she's the agent, and he's maybe owns a manager the agency or something. Or yeah, some maybe. Yeah. Um, he mentions, you know, oh, just because you failed at it and mm-hmm. you didn't make it, and I think she says something similar. And so I think when you know when she said that, it like makes sense that she might be trying to look for something in Mima mm. that she couldn't make yeah, to herself you yeah, know it's yeah. the whole well i didn't manage to be the pageant mm-hmm. beauty queen but my daughter <laughs> yeah yeah i will live my dream you know through uh-huh. it was very soccer mom yeah, yeah very like, what i was so. getting mm-hmm. living vicariously through her exactly because yeah. um, that's why i was like she's kind of creepy but she's like no do this it's because she's like trying to right her wrongs uh-huh. like i went mm-hmm. wrong i failed but I know now. You know, it's like yeah. getting to do life over again, but uh-huh. with all the knowledge you have. So that's how I saw it. And it was like, oh, that's a weird comment. But, you know, she knows. <laughs> she yeah. knows best. I find Finish odd- what I started. <laughs> <laughs> I find it odd that she's then, like, trying to correct a mistake, quote unquote, mm-hmm. that she never made herself. She never went in acting. She only done the idol part of it. Yeah. Mm. And yet she's like, oh, no, you're making a mistake. And it's like, how can you possibly you know. know that? Yeah. She's insane, so I mean, yes, she yeah, is yeah, insane, yeah. insane, unsane, <laughs> very not sane, very not very sane, not sane. Um, because the last sequence where she was like in the costume uh-huh. and it, yeah. it finally kind of clicked, like, what the fuck? Yeah, because <laughs> we had the part where Mima was supposedly killing people and the yeah. bloody yeah, clothes yeah. were in her closet. And I was that was the part where at the end I was also oh, wait she put the cl- ah yeah it was to get in her head. It's funny because yeah. like I was yeah. watching it again and I'm like ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, although it is weird that like they make it. I mean, yeah, I guess it would serve to give it away if they didn't make it look like her. Yeah, when she's stabbing the guy in the, like the delivery uniform. But there is like some scenes where it's like I get what you're going for. But like the the final chase sequence when you know, Mima falls from the balcony, mm. I can understand her kind of landing and and maybe getting hurt and yeah. that and she'd be okay. Mm. But when Rumi fully jumps from that balcony to the next roof, she oh yeah, her legs would be busted. Oh yeah, yeah. And huh. not to you know shame or anything, she's not exactly in the. Best shape. Best shape. Yeah. No. And that would also serve to worsen any t- damage she would receive from that fall. Mm. Mm-hmm. And going like past that, just to like skip ahead a bit in that chase, when she sort of stabs herself on like the sort of glass. Oh, thing. like the conclusion where like she's broken the window and she goes yeah. over. That glass would absolutely have just snapped. Oh, absolutely. It wouldn't have, yeah. it would have it wouldn't cut have her, pierced. but it wouldn't have, it like... Have, yeah, it would have cut her, and uh-huh. then it would have crumbled, because, you know, skin. Yeah, like, yeah. but it wouldn't <laughs> have been, like, <laughs> like it is in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Flops down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then she just gets back up, and it's like... Yeah. I, like, the only thing I, I was kind of sad, I was sad she didn't get hit by a bus. Because I, I legit, <laughs> I thought it was beautiful. You had, like... The lights coming at her, mm-hmm. it sounded like applause. It was her final bow, you know? Yeah. I was like, that would have been perfect. I mean, it would I... have also been a nice kind of connection to a line that Mima says, but I have no context for in the movie. 
where she's like, oh, maybe it's something to do with that tight that when I nearly got hit by the truck and I'm like, what? when? When did that happen? I don't know, but she says it in a uh, line of dialogue and I, I'm like... I think, I think when she's running on the street, she just dodges. Like in the beginning, she's running after oh. her... Yeah, yeah. Her vision of herself, and she almost gets hit by a truck, but it's not very close. When she's, like, like, about to step off, and then, like, she realizes this is what the guy talked about, and then she starts running, I think is what you're talking about. Like, that whole sequence. Oh, okay. It isn't very clear. Yeah, it's a stretch. Yeah. (laughs) But it is... I went because when I saw the final truck, I was like, "Oh yeah, of course she gets hit." By uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> truck coming in. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's honorable to save her. And I was like, oh, I wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Sakai time, bitch. Yeah. I yeah, I don't get why she saves her. I would have just been like, "Yeah, no, fuck you." <laughs> yeah, fuck up. You've been stabbing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To to ignore option one, which is just mercy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is you know possible <laughs> compassion. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I I want to. Possibly, this could be grasping at straws. Mm. But uh, there was this was like not long before this. There was that sort of sequence where it was very Groundhog Day esque, where like oh she kept waking everything up and... was just yeah. sort of repeating itself mm-hmm. over. So I thought it was like a whole I need to break this sort of cycle thing. Oh, oh maybe, possibly, yeah. Which that's how that's I interpret good, it. Anyway. That's a good interpretation of it. Yeah. God, I, I never, I didn't think of that. Yeah. It was a very trippy sequence. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once you've reached that point, you're just not my brain sure. did start to turn off, but I was like, yeah. no, I gotta, yeah. I gotta fight through this. <laughs> I gotta talk about this. <laughs> I, I gotta bring up that. Sorry, this is off of the actual content of the movie. I gotta bring up the subtitles. Uh, they could have used a little bit more TLC. There was a lot of weird moments in them. Yeah. I'll be honest. I watched this dubbed, so I didn't. Watch oh, fair this. enough. Yeah. I did think about watching it dubbed because I did see that they had. I think they dubbed a couple of the songs, and I was like, oh, yeah, that would be interesting. I was surprised when I started when I watched it like dubbed, and I actually heard the songs, and I was like, oh, wait, that's English. They yeah, the songs. I, I didn't expect that. I want to say, by the way, that opening like song with like when they're singing is like, mm-hmm. Cham, that's been stuck in my head since <laughs> I watched this movie. <laughs> yeah, it goes, it goes, <laughs> I watched it subbed. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I just felt like it. <laughs> I, I watched it sub just because that's my default with these sort of things. Um, I recognize sub was becoming my default, mm-hmm. and I wanted to switch it up for mm-hmm. this one. So mm-hmm. I went, I went with both movies dubbed this yeah, time. Yeah, I there's just a weird like, I think more time could have been taken with them. There's a lot of weird. There's either spaces missing. There's a space where there shouldn't be. There's mm-hmm. a couple of spelling errors, but mainly my main gripe. The subtitles take up a lot of the screen. Like, they don't put in many line breaks. It's Ah. like, so, you know, you have your full 16 by 9 ratio to use, whereas subtitles tend to be kind of centered. Yeah. And there's natural places to to break them so that Hmm. they're nice little rectangles of text. Yeah, it's the standard sort of conventions. Yeah, so you're not going one side of the screen to the other in a full line. Most of the film has this where it's just like it's very i didn't particularly notice but now thank you back on it i feel like there were a few lines where i was like wow yeah mm. <laughs> i didn't like that just because that's not the convention of subtitles no, but then exactly. it, it kind of takes you away yeah. from it yeah. but then it also bothered me at the end where they suddenly switch to doing it properly and i'm like oh what the fuck is going on because <laughs> in the final scene she, there's like suddenly a line where it has like a line break in the proper point and i'm like Oh, we could have done this? We could have been doing this? (laughs) It's it's all part of the movie. It's reality coming back at the end. It's genius. And Uh, not that we fucked it up until the end. There's no point fixing it. (laughs) Look, movie's about to go. Just fucking go with it. 
so yeah, that, um, is there anything else we can say? Anything else we want to talk about? Little bits or pieces? Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like there should be, but I can't think of anything in my mind right now. Do we want to talk about how fucking gory the deaths were? Oh, it's very, uh, like, uh, visual. Yeah, the, yeah, I want to say specifically the first sort of murder where, like, he's in the car yeah. park and the music. That, that almost fucked me up a little. That I'll comes out of nowhere. I had to, like... I, th- I almost had to pause the movie. <laughs> Don't pause it there. Yeah. You just have to look at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I almost had to be like, I might I need to take a minute to just sort of <laughs> breathe. Because mm-hmm. that, that, that's when everything just sort of becomes very intense. Uh-huh. And another yeah. thing, I, I, I don't like, I don't like the eye murders. Yeah. It was the eye stuff that was really getting to me as yeah. well. I didn't like that either. That, like, there, there's very few things get under my skin, but a few of these scenes and the way they get murdered in this movie definitely made me. <laughs> I don't usually have any specific gore things mm. that like gets me, but I think eyes is becoming one of them <laughs> because of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah, no, I, I didn't really like that either. Um, I mean, it's still a great movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the it was the movie was definitely not. I was gonna say improved by that. That, that sounds wrong. It was needed for like the theme of More the film. Murders. <laughs> it was the theme of the film, and it played well. It's just mm. yeah, ugh. yeah. Because even like I generally I'm against nudity if it doesn't add anything and it's mm. overly sexualized. I think fair. in this case, yeah, you know, fair. I mean, that's pretty yeah. fair. Yeah, like that sounded so normal. I was wondering where the fuck you were going with this. Yeah, yeah, because it's. You know, there there have were opportunities where they could have sexualized it a lot. Mm. Oh yeah. And I think it was only at the end the sequence where we kind of saw the pictures the photographer took. Yeah. Where you were like, Oh, that's fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. ew. That's and the gross. fact that he's not hiding the fact that he's very excited while taking those photos. Yeah. He's like sitting on top of her yeah. while taking these pictures. I didn't feel bad about his death, I'll be honest. No. no Even if it was like, gross. Serves him right. Yeah. <laughs> so I I just want to say that I thought it was done very tastefully mm-hmm. nice just appreciate it even mm. though being... not the norm for anime i have no, to exactly. say oh. there are a few you know upskirt shots where i was like ah, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i will say i noticed that as well and i was like that was needed <laughs> I, I guess because it's the 90s i feel like the idol costumes were very restrained as mm. well yeah whereas they could have been way more oof, oof. Uh, <laughs> h <laughs> yeah so yeah, um, yeah. I with did, that, with that, I'm gonna quickly. I have the page up here. It came out February twenty eighth, nineteen ninety eight. So I would have been under one year old Oof. when this came out. Aww. I would have been. I, I was born in July ninety seven. So that's like five, six, eight, seven months, eight, seven, eight months. Yeah. Perfect time to watch. Perfect blue. <laughs> blue. I first seen this in twenty seventeen. It's been six years since I watched it. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, uh, scores, I guess. Uh, Who wants to go first? Uh, I'm going to give this a 9. That's mm-hmm. fair. I think yeah. I'm going to give it a 9 as well. 9.5. Oh! oh yeah. That's the opposite when the la- last time we gave yeah, like high scores. Yeah, I'm surprised. This has been my favourite we've watched mm. ever. Nice. I guess yeah. we should give context to the fact that I recommended this to you about two, two years, years ago. Two years ago, yes. Um, because... Not necessarily similar, but it gave me the same vibe as yeah. a script that you that yeah. I read that you wrote. Oh yeah, I remember that script. Mm. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, that wow, you're right. Because <laughs> yeah, I read that and was like, oh wow, this is scarily like mm-hmm. Perfect Blue tonally in a sense. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, similar sort of 
struggles I think that yeah. the character yeah, went yeah. through and I think you took a different approach obviously but it, it was very much I read this and I was like oh my god wow this is yeah thinking back that's pretty similar yeah. <laughs> it's it's also my little niche I love movies about the film industry mm-hmm. like mm, yeah, Millennium yeah. Actress I was like fuck me up <laughs> hell yeah. Fuck yeah and when you add like psychological stuff into it I'm like this is it this is the good oh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely fucking amazing that we normally resonate, me and Sean, with the, the sci-fi stuff. Yeah. The, like, and you'll more, hear that when we talk about Promare. Yeah, the more <laughs> surreal stuff. And then you're just like, oh yeah, fucking murder. Hell yeah. Singers, funky little song makers. <laughs> People having yeah. mental breakdowns. <laughs> Fuck me up. <laughs> just injected into my veins. <laughs> the thing is, I do love that, that sort of stuff myself as well, which is, you know, obviously, why i put it on the list <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's a hard movie to recommend to anyone though, oh because yeah because you have yeah. to attach seven different warnings to it yeah it, yeah it starts with the questionnaire like on a scale from one to five how uncomfortable are you how with- mentally stable are you right <laughs> now right. okay here's my number my therapist number just have a call <laughs> he'll assess it and then i'll send you a link <laughs> do you have previous experience with uh Sexual murder. harassment, <laughs> murder, mental trauma, anything that may be related to this movie, please let me know. I will not recommend you watch it. <laughs> yeah. um, so you're yeah. susceptible to these symptoms. <laughs> um, how was the dub, actually? Because I think the dub would have been recorded in the mid-2000s. It did sound like, around that quality, mm. I want to say, like either that or like just a couple years after the movie came out. Yeah, I think it would have been... Oh, one and two. I mean in my opinion just going through this conversation I don't think I, I lost anything no 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 I, I still feel like so. I felt the same quality this is this is why I've kind of oh. stopped saying you know let's watch it this way or that way like unless there is like a specific mm. funny actor yeah or there's like <laughs> yeah. a change where like the dub you know ghost stories the dub and the sub aren't the yeah. same product um yeah. there's no real reason for me to say yeah as long as it's not like localization gone wild yeah no it's not pokemon yeah it's not <laughs> it's not just any four kids show. no it's it's not one piece where they replaced all the fucking cigarettes with lollipops or anything like that or instead of guns it's just guys pointing very yes. intimidatingly <laughs> but uh yeah I, i'll be on i was tempted to look up like if the dub was any like mm. significantly different and they all, everyone just came back no it's the same no it's, it's i think it's fairly the same um yeah. an interesting thing about the the movie um or an interesting thing about the blu-ray uh, i went into the, the menu, perfect blu-ray the perfect blue no it's not <laughs> the perfect blu-ray unfortunately Aww. as i'm about to point out i went in obviously to set up it defaults to the english dub and i pick japanese and there's two different versions there's the stereo and there's the, the, mono. the surround sound or, mm-hmm. mix um and it was the surround mix that came on because all of the the, the track is mislabeled in uh, the menu so you the only way you can get the stereo track is to play the movie and then switch manually while oh. you're watching uh. which is fine but interestingly the it marks it as lossless uh, linear pcm a lossless audio format and it's mm. it's dvd audio oh, which no. isn't necessarily a problem it's mainly there because i think like to save probably running out of space in the yeah, desk that makes sense um another interesting fact i learned uh the stereo track isn't stereo it's actually the, the film was mixed in mono oh it is mono okay mm-hmm. Um, that slight mistake I made earlier while you were yeah, no, you were right. right. <laughs> uh, for budgetary reasons, rather than doing a stereo mix, which mix or a, a quad stereo, which would have been 4.0, yeah, which yeah. would have been common at the time, 
Uh, yeah, they've done mono because ah, budget. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, work with what you can do. Yeah, and I don't think the movie the movie loses anything nah, for it. I'm not as much of an audiophile, so even if there was, I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, know this it, is true. But... <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. I mean, it is interesting. It's these sort of things that because I'm just sending you the the finished file from the disc you can't see these weird mm. little things that i come across when i'm working on these <laughs> things um it's nice to get a little bit of insight yeah so that's that's uh, that's perfect blue uh once again if you haven't for some fucking reason seen it yet and you're listening to this you've listened to this whole conversation and you feel you're mentally stable enough for it <laughs> yes do remember it is a fairly intense movie there is graphic content there is sexual uh assault if at any point during this movie which I can attest to, you start feeling heart palpitations. Uh-huh. Just take a break. Take if you a need breather. To drink some, yeah. drink some water. But I, hev- I heavily recommend it. Still, yes, I may put a time code in the description as to when some of the most intense parts of the movie happen. Mm. Because if you decide to watch this and you're suddenly feeling not comfortable with going for the rest, you can kind of know when to. Yeah, when tap to just out. you know, just skip. Yeah. So yeah, I think we'll move on to Promare the absolutely. <laughs> wildest we're ready to go in a completely fucking opposite direction we're gonna initial d drift in the next lane (laughs) so who wants to start (laughs) trails of fire i loved this (laughs) i loved this movie from the second i put it on (laughs) i loved just I like the dy- dynamic with the team. Mm-hmm. Just to go like the first scene here, I love that whole dynamic. It gave me, I mentioned this to you, but like the first thing I thought was, ironically enough, Teen Titans. It does have a very kind of Teen Titans vibe between yeah. the dynamics. That sort of style of like TV show where mm-hmm. like it's it's just like a sort of strong team of like characters all bouncing yeah. off each other, doing cool shit. Mm-hmm. Loved that. <laughs> If, uh, it sort of continued on with like the rest of it and I'm going through really quickly on my mm-hmm. thoughts mm-hmm. Uh, I liked uh, I liked the, the biker gang yes Mad Burnish there yeah. I, I feel like I'm moving too fast into the movies <laughs> right now so Mad Burnish show up like 15 minutes in so you're, you're, yeah, you're good I know but I feel like if I go on this track I'll end up just blasting through this whole movie and you can you can <laughs> go I, ahead. no I, I don't want to I don't want to like kill the conversation there, right there <laughs> Uh, I kind of want to move on to like oh, okay. just from uh, there. Like I said, if I keep talking, I'm gonna blast through mm, this entire movie in five well, seconds. I'll, I'll once again pass the baton to Melina because obviously I've seen it, <laughs> and I'm really curious to know what you thought of this movie. I didn't like it. Really oh, much. for the oh. love of fuck! We said we were gonna take a break from sci-fi, and you give me is kind of gay as a descriptor, <laughs> and there wasn't a lot of kind of gay. So it was a bit of gay. It was a bit of gay. But kinda is more than a bit. There so is, I was uh, expecting more. That's Where's true. my gay? Should we give context for that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So our our production management software, I I list all the the stuff um, that I've kind of recommended to watch. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hoping for these to add to it, but they never fucking add anything either either production page for NAP or here. I will when I find something I feel is worth adding. <laughs> The things I would want to add would already have been considered. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so basically, there was a bunch of different stuff on there, and I had to add all the sort of romance stuff for, our for Valentine's for special. Valentine's Day one. <laughs> and as a joke, I put on Promere and I tag everything with genres because we've come across this problem where I recommend too much sci-fi stuff. <laughs> um, 
and so I tagged all the different genres and obviously all the romance ones had romance but for a joke I threw on Promere and the romance one and tagged it with he's kind of gay yeah. <laughs> to be to be more specific sci-fi was there sci-fi yeah, yeah. is there yeah, so I you know. saw I it didn't going vote in. for it you de- it was on your three tier list it wasn't it was yes it was no I remember it, it being on that I have the list at home I checked it yesterday it's not there liar no <laughs> Because you said, I'm sorry, we're going to put the sci-fi in. Because oh, no, I said, I, it's kind of gay, it's tempting. But the story itself I remember why not. I put it on. Because you wrote a three-tier list. Yes. And we made a bunch of different selections from that. And I kind of went, I'm going to be selfish. And pick for, Promare. And okay. pick Promare. And I said, well, you know, if it's, it's kind of gay has made me curious. Mm-hmm. But this, like, the description of story itself, I was like, eh. So I kind of knew going in. I was like, look, I'm going to give it a shot, but it's just not for me. Sorry. You went in with a preconception that you weren't going to like it. I was excited for the gay stuff. <laughs> if you watch enough. it, if you watch it again, knowing where that goes, you can see they're kind of flirty a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. Like, it, I'll admit, it was. I mean, to me, as a, as a very heterosexual man, I didn't really <laughs> notice it until the big kiss at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Out of context, it's like a life saving kiss of uh-huh. life. It's not it's, a romantic. It's not a romantic thing. Yeah, thing that's, but that's it, why I was so upset. <laughs> No, 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 but if you listen to what uh, Gallo says afterwards, it's very yeah, it, it feels very sort of, you know. And after that, I was like, you know, actually looking back for this movie, I feel it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's there, it's there. Yeah. Um. Just in the initial thing, I liked the burnish too much, and the group was too, like, I like their dynamic, but I feel like it's too common in a weird way. What? It's Big Hero 6, basically. Oh, like the sort of... The, the types of characters you have. I, th- I think I get what you mean, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I've, I've definitely seen that before. The smart one with glasses, the, the sort Chris of, Hemsworth looking one. The, the sort of reverse with me is that I like that shit. No, the the like, one with the glasses isn't the smart one, she's the little gremlin in the truck. Yeah, but that's the, the one that does the tech. Yeah, the tech. The general smart one. Engineer. You have the nerd, which are two separate ones. The strong one that is a bit, has a bit of an ego, the oversexualized That's... girl, oh, and the not. big boy. I was wondering <laughs> when Ina would get brought up. <laughs> and the big what? boy, which is usually someone of darker skin for some reason. Did he have darkish skin? I think he. Are we talking about like Varus? I think we're talking about Varus. Yeah, yeah, he had darker skin. Did he? Yeah. yeah. He's not in the movie a whole lot. See, that's no, he's that's not. the thing. This is, I was sort of going to go into this, but I feel like. The only thing I'm sort of let down with this movie is I wanted that team more in the I, movie. I kind of get why they're not in the movie. I think having them in it too much would have been a detraction from the story. Because there's a lot of characters in here. I get it. I get it. And I understand that. I feel like it could have worked somehow. I, I, I agree it could have worked, but I think they had... Because you'd have to choose, yeah. do we want to you know have that team more yeah. or do we want to feel more relatability to, to the, the burnish, burnish. yeah yeah because yeah. i think that's a difficult because i just like the burnish more from the start <laughs> it was it was basically x-men they were like well they're mutated yeah yeah and i was like but why are we putting them in prisons you, i you know you are meant to feel for the burnish yeah, I know, in this movie. They're, they're framing in a way where it's like well why am i supposed to like these firefighters you're meant to go from these are the ultimate good guys yeah. to all yeah. oh, these burnish are very relatable to all the 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 firefighters are ignorant of the yeah truth. like they've yeah. got no idea apart i mean uh gallo gallo. Mm-hmm. gallo sort of like thinks about it during like the second scene mm-hmm. when they're in like the pizza place yeah, yeah. like which mm-hmm. i do find a bit of contradiction in because he comes to the defense of the burnish by saying they haven't done anything to straight up 
when he meets Leo again, being mm. like, I'm going to fucking kill all of you. And it's like, my God. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's very pizza dependent. It's like, can you cook it a pizza? Because if you can't, you're, you're all clear in my book. <laughs> you can't cook it a pizza? What the fuck are you? Why, why do you need this? Yeah. Maybe it's a burnish power that gives him an extra little I mean, the pizza guy was a burnish. So he was know. a burnish, yeah. <laughs> if that's... He make it the good pizza. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, they set it up in the beginning and it's like, you understand, oh, there's conflict. They're mm -hmm. framing these good guys because firefighters, we naturally associate the good guys. Yeah, yeah. They are. When people are burning in a fucking building, yes. Yeah, they yeah, are the good guys. Yeah. And then to immediately kind of flip the script, oh, but if I know them, it's different. That, to me... Was then again, and you mentioned, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he flips a bit too fast for me personally. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, in the scope of the movie, I understand they have to get through that very I quickly. I think it's maybe there to, like, show he's willing to be a bit more understanding, mm -hmm. which obviously he does yeah. later on as he kind of finds out the truth behind what's happening. But he's yeah. also a fucking idiot. He is also a fucking idiot, yeah. yeah. He has Chris Hemsworth. He has syndrome. half a brain cell, and Leo <laughs> yeah. has the other half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Leo can present himself as being smart, yes. but deep yeah. down, they're it's sharing difficult. that brain cell. They are. It's just bouncing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the DVD screen. Yeah, when it hits the corner, that's when Leo gets like the A big thought. superpower. Because yeah. <laughs> I think narratively, it would have been stronger. To have Gallo kind of be like, you know, stupid as a, oh, he's a British, I always hated him. Mm, you know, mm. so then you can slowly, it would make sense for him to want to I mean, kill. The, and I feel like understand. that would have been more like generic. Though, it would have been because he's the idiot with the good heart. Yeah. So it makes sense, I think. I found I, it I more know. interesting than mm. they actually went with the way they did. <laughs> I think it just didn't. Because his tropey thing is he's the idiot with a good heart. Mm. But I don't know if that was reflected enough by that point to know. Hmm. I mean, he is very fucking loud in that battle at the he beginning. Also, he's just not wearing a shirt for anything. And with someone dealing with fire, it seems very irresponsible. Again. <laughs> just want to say. Again. <sighs> to be fair, in the shorts, like, he doesn't even have, like, one... And did you watch the shorts, actually? Yes. Okay. In, like, his short, you get, like, that part where, like, he's not given any protection, so he just douses himself yeah. in, like, yeah. the extinguishing liquid. <laughs> You know, we love a, a king that thinks outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, if I burn, fuck it. We'll put some more. Yeah. Uh, Mad respect to that fucking based as fuck yeah. action. Along with the PowerPoint presentation <laughs> of his mech. Of his mech, yeah. yeah. I, what I really liked about it, though, was the design of the burnish. I thought that mm. was oh, yeah, beautifully yeah. done. Then the fire with the geometric shapes, I thought it was beautiful. That, that was Very. cool amazingly done so here's why i love this movie right colors go brrr. i i just love like the visual design of this movie uh i'm i'm such a fucking like sucker for trigger style which is a just simp. this <laughs> yeah i mean i suppose so um this style that's their look that's mm -hmm. hiroyuki imayushi's like main kind of style because i mentioned gurn lagan to you yeah. last night which was the show that all the most of the staff i think from this, worked on Gurren Lagann oh, before. Okay. You also mentioned, and I, I didn't realize this until you mentioned it, because I haven't actually watched the show, mm. but uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that was also uh, Studio Trigger as well, which Melina won't have any context nope, for whatsoever. None whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. It's on Netflix. Um, you don't have Look, to play the game. My recommendations have already been fucked. I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, you can't really blame me. We have watched like two things on Netflix. Every time they're like, you want to watch some Gundam? I'm like, no, I really don't. I think I finally <laughs> I managed really to don't. get rid of that on my recommendations. I think that says more about your Netflix than anything else. Yeah, I don't use my Netflix that much. Mm. I've just like purged it with like still game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and friends. Uh, anyway, we're going on a tangent yeah, here. Yeah. Um, yeah, design wise, I just love the like very, it's very animated mm. in a sense, you know, it's like very I, I, lively. I, I kept describing it like this, this movie is unashamedly animated. Oh, oh I yeah. love it. <laughs> it was nice to see a little, like, really, I. I don't want to say auteur style, but you know, it was very it different. Is, yeah. Where you can immediately tell, like, oh, this is something different. Because mm-hmm. the way the, like, the sirens, those lights work, yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Pretty lights go burr. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I think there was a lot of, like, when the trailers and stuff for this came out and the build up to its release, everyone was kind of, like, effy on the CG. Because, like, when you watch the trailer, you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you watch it and, like, everything just. Clicks. works mm-hmm. because everything has like such a unique style that it just comes together and and works in a way that i think most other cg and, and anime don't always work yeah yeah um but yeah i'm sad you didn't like this I'm sorry. <laughs> i i think it's one of those ones that like i do like the story but i just kind of turn my brain off when i go into this movie that's mm-hmm. a fair approach. Yeah. It's, it's a hype soundtrack. The animation is fantastic. And I I am a sucker for mechs. <laughs> if big robots be hitting each other, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Along with the, the dub also has like one hell of a cast. Oh, the dub cast is phenomenal. Did I, you watch this dub? I watched dub? a dub. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this has, I'm going to pull up the cast list because. There were names I recognized. There were names you recognize. There's probably names you'll recognize, Melina. Mm. Um, I didn't think to look into it. I just saw the style. I was like, I feel like this would be fun dubbed. <laughs> it was very fun dubbed. I think they got a really good cast. Yeah. I'm from, very happy I chose this one dubbed as well. Yeah. So we'll come back to Gallo and Leo. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll start with Ignis, the like leader of the 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 Burning Rescue. That's it. Yeah, Burning Rescue. He is uh, voiced by Steve Bloom. Ah, uh, Steve Blum? Bloom. 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 It's Bloom. Uh, Wolverine from the animated X Men series. Oh. Yeah, who I I can't hear any of his voices anywhere else without it's thinking funny, you hear, Wolverine you hear Wolverine I hear Spike from Cowboy Bebop uh, you see that's because Just that shows where we come from yeah. I wanted to get messy <laughs> <laughs> um, then you got Carrie Walgreen uh, Walgreen Walgreen I think Lucia she is the little gremlin in the the Van she voices Who I recognize from Ben 10 Ben 10 but she has wow. been in a comical amount of stuff like her filmography is its own, own page, page on Wikipedia. Um, so ignoring the anime because you guys aren't going to recognize anything she's been in anime-wise. I saw a Naruto. She was in Naruto. I can't remember who she voiced though. Um, Girl character in Naruto. Tayoran Mura. Uh, I don't really think anyone that I would say and people are like, oh yeah, from yeah, okay, Naruto. Cool. Um, but just going like impossible. She was in Impossible. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Ben Ten. Yep. She's Phineas and Ferb. Wow. Ah. Penguins of Madagascar. Wolverine as well. She was Emma Frost. Uh, so she's been in... She was an archer. 
Wow. Lots of... I saw a Scooby-Doo show. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Who did she... Uh, multiple people in Gravity ah, Falls. She was okay, Priscilla. That, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Priscilla. Priscilla. <laughs> um, Literal trophy wife. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Pardon me. April Fools. We should watch Gravity Falls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where did you... Scooby-Doo? Uh, I saw it uh, down a bit. It wasn't that far. Uh, down, down, down. Scoop Mystery Incorporated. Ah, uh, Okay. Not anyone I. I haven't actually watched that. Show I haven't either. In a long time, at least. So yeah, she is in uh just a so lot. Much. Her her animated like she was non- in one of the Spider-Man anime. shows from like the years. <laughs> I'm guessing the 2017 one. Oh, she was in Velma. Oh, let's, poor girl. let's not talk no. about that. <laughs> Trek the third. Yeah, <laughs> old woman. Good for her. <laughs> Frozen 2 apparently is additional, additional voices. voices. So yeah, Carrie, uh, Carrie Walgren. Then you got, uh, let's see, there maybe a couple other ones that you guys would recognize. Uh, Yuri. You got Yuri Lowenthal. He's Which, the voice of Spider-Man in the, uh, the recent Spider-Man games. Cool. But immediately made that, uh, I forget his character's name. He's one of the Burnish. Uh, he's uh, Mace. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, okay. <laughs> immediately became my favorite just because Yuri. Yes. It's my boy. <laughs> it's, it's funny, there are quite a lot of voices in here that have one setting, so you can't unhear whoever you know them uh, most yeah, well no, as. And for me- us, Yuri is Spider-Man. For me, Steve Bloom is Spike. You is uh, Wolverine. And I'm going to add another one to that, Mike Pollock. Mike Pollock, who's uh, he's <laughs> Eggman. He's, he's always Eggman. He's always uh, Eggman. And, and I was about to say, it sounds very familiar. He's Eggman uh. in the, the Sonic games, which funnily uh. enough made me realise, ah, the characterization of Prometh is basically just Eggman. Yeah, if he uploaded himself to an AI, which, you know... I'm surprised they yeah. haven't done it yet. You know, it's pro- it probably has already happened multiple times in the comics. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> um, and then for Gallo, you have Billy Kamitz, who... Sadly, okay. passed away last year. Aww. He was only active in the industry for about six years, but his filmography is extensive, packed. Mm. Um, and he's he's voiced a lot of. Uh, he was the lead Lego Jojo in Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Part Four. He played Josuke. He was in Boruto, Hunter Hunter, Rise of the Shield Hero. He was in the new Evangelion dubs on Netflix. He's been in. Just so much stuff. He yeah, was Pokemon, Pokemon, Attack <laughs> uh, and Titan. He was the main character in '86, which unfortunately he had to pass the role on to someone else for the last couple of episodes because mm, yeah, he passed away at that point. Uh, what did he pass away of? Just to give context, uh, cancer. Uh, uh, he was diagnosed in the February and then passed away in the June. Sadly, it was a uh, harsh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't work for very long, but he had quite a big. He did Body well. Work, yeah, yeah. A lot of it's very, impressive. yeah, a lot of MC roles here. You know, lead yeah. characters and stuff. Um, he he did well as Gallo. Gallo, he gave like, yeah, yeah. everything there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Johnny Young Bosch voiced Leo, who neither of you watched Power Rangers growing up, did you? <laughs> I mean, I watched a bit of Power. Did you see Mighty Morphin? No, I wasn't. No. I was too young for that. You wouldn't have. I don't think they were a big thing in the Netherlands, were they? I'm sorry. Do you not know what Power yeah, Rangers? Yeah, yeah. Are? I okay. watched the live oh action God. like a few episodes. It wasn't very big. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Power Rangers is only live action. I wasn't sure because I was like, <laughs> you never know. I, maybe in my life I've seen like ten episodes. Mm. Maybe 
he was the uh, second Black Ranger in uh, uh, Mighty Morphin, and mm. is like a, a very prolific voice actor at this point as well. Yeah, I've yeah. heard their pay as Power Rangers was abysmal. Yes, that's why there were so many Ranger changes in the yeah, sort of original run. There was I, I do remember hearing about like Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin specifically mm-hmm. had like a lot of changes in cast. Yeah, so you had um, the original Black Ranger who was black i believe if i'm remembering who it was correctly which i, I heard there was like a rumor that there was like a, that the, re- the reason he left was because there was controversy around him being black in the black ranger this but is the thing i don't the know if that's original actually Mighty real Morphin has a lot of behind the scenes shit that is just mm. bad uh because you <laughs> have the original blue ranger um whose name is escaping me i'm gonna quickly look it up um, Billy, uh, we're going quite David. into another tangent, I know, by the way. Um, yeah. played by Billy Yost, who, uh, David Yost, sorry, who is gay, uh, was, uh, yeah, a lot of homophobia uh, from the actually, I think I heard about that, yeah, yeah. not from the cast, from producers, producers, and behind yeah. the scenes people, tracks. Uh, I believe Trini's actress. Trang, she passed away in a car accident she in like was 2001. Like, I think she was the Yellow Ranger. She was the she? Yellow Ranger, Which, yeah. Which, you know, okay. Asian. Yeah, there's that as well. Along with the black guy being the Black Power Ranger. And yeah. no, no wonder rumours went round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have David, uh, Jason David Frank, who was like a recurring character. He played mm-hmm. Tommy, the White Ranger, who then became... The, the Green Ranger originally became the, the White yeah, Ranger. I think the most I've seen of the original Mighty Morphin is actually the, the episodes about the Green Ranger. Mm. And how he, like... Because he, he was a bad guy. He was first. a bad guy at first. And then he became good, lost his powers as the Green Ranger, was given the powers of the White Ranger, became the leader... And then became the Red Ranger and okay. Tur- uh, Zio and Turbo. Deep. Uh, deep lore. Deep lore. <laughs> <laughs> and then he became like a mentor figure for other Power Ranger okay. teams later on. Nice. Uh, he sadly took his own life oh, last yeah, year right. as well. I heard about that. Yeah, and I found out through the most heart-wrenching way anyone watching this grew up was there's a comic of Alpha and he's holding Tommy's helmet and you have Trini's there. Mm-mm. and he just puts it on yeah yeah and that i was like no fucking way i completely understand <laughs> that. you're not gonna understand nope. that but i understand that completely. yeah that sucks it did <laughs> so back to pro bear but yeah back to the the, the happy the happy go, not go lucky because there's a lot of horrifying shit oh, that yeah. happens in that movie uh, but it's lighthearted. yeah then you got crispin freeman who is is a legend of the anime community as well um you guys are king of the weebs <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, quite a stacked cast. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of really good people, like even Erica Lind- Lindbeck, who's uh, Ina's sister, Harris. A uh, um, lot of very well regarded. Which I kept hearing is Alice in the, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, pronunciation in the dub, it varied on it good and bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not Promepolis, it's Promepolis. 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 Yeah, the way they pressed it in the dub really just <laughs> grated on me. Yeah. Um, and I, I only noticed that because they kept calling her, like, Ellis. And, but then, like, when you got her name reveal, it said Harris. It's Harris. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, wait, so what's her name then? Yeah. <laughs> it's Harris. Harris. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, where were we going with that originally? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what uh, you thought of the voice cast? Yes, very good, because I'd, I'd seen it subbed a couple of times before. I saw this in cinema. 
then I watched it when the Japanese Blu-ray came out, and then I watched it when the UK Blu-ray came out. So this is my fourth time watching it. Um, and it's not ending now, is it? <laughs> no, I will come back to this movie multiple times. It's just so much fun. It is a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, you're never going to watch it again, are you, Melina? No. No. You bitch. <laughs> no. One day when you might, you might feel like it. Somehow. You never know. Probably I'm coming back to this movie. I know it's time. sci-fi, but like it's fun. It I just fun. don't get how you don't find that. I don't no, know. At some point I got very distracted because someone said something. Someone get the bus and their or get the car and their name rhymed with car. When was this in the movie? Oh god, I don't remember. I think when Gallo had just been shown like, oh, they spin the burnish and then we have power. Uh-huh. Yada yada, the and whole, then the plot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I think the governor says something along the lines of "bar, get a car," and I fucking oh. lost it. <laughs> I, I I think I know what you mean in that. To be, f- I didn't. I didn't I notice know that, but now that you've said it, that's kind of funny. I've no and idea so what I, we're talking I, about. So it was during point, like one of his five hundred evil monologues. Okay. Yes, and at the end he was like. I, I, like I don't think the name going was Bar, but it was Evilly going to a colleague bar, or whatever, get being like, get the car. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then, because I watched it with my boyfriend, we were just going insane, being like, um, Boober, get the Uber. So <laughs> you got distracted for over half of the movie. Well, it, it lasted like 10 minutes, this whole... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Arguably the funnest parts are like near the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was back in focus at that point, but this threw me off, okay? That's no excuse for disliking the whole movie. If that's, no, the, part, it... if that's the part that you, like, got distracted on, then I'm gonna be honest, you missed, like, a chunk. Yeah, you I did. was still watching it. Of course. But it but was you just the funny moment. No. But I can watch without focusing. No. <laughs> no. You can. This if isn't you're not like focusing, me, you're not getting no. it. This isn't me like me playing Final Fantasy fourteen and having Breaking uh-huh. Bad on on the other mm-hmm. side, where I am actually focusing on it because yeah. there's nothing going on in Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet you're still you're giving talking, your life to it. <laughs> look, <laughs> we'll talk about that in that. <laughs> but if you're talking... You're I not paying attention. Oh, the only thing I would just say is every now and then is does get the bus. <laughs> so your brain is elsewhere. Barely. It's, if a funny word popped up, I made funny hee hee. Corey, get the lorry. There you go. <laughs> that's a stretch. Say <laughs> <laughs> that. But again, I didn't pay attention. Ted, get the sled. I was, I was not at my most point of focus, but I still paid attention mm-hmm. out of respect for it. <laughs> I don't like the way you said that to me. Out of respect. No, you guys made it seem like I was just putting it away and be like, haha, funny joke, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> you, you said you weren't paying attention. I was not as focused as before. That I means you're not paying attention. <laughs> but I was. I'll let Come you on, know. Let's just move on, please. But at some point... Yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. What were you going to say? <laughs> at some point, um, I paused it because I was like, I'm not paying attention. And it yeah. was nearer to the end. Mm-hmm. At least you did that then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Because again, good. you watch it fully. Yeah. Paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. We're not always going to agree on <laughs> Fuck you, stuff. Melina, for having yeah, a different have, opinion. You, you can have an opinion and you can be wrong. <laughs> Thanks. 
I won't be smug enough to call you wrong, but I don't like your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I kind of, I had a feeling you wouldn't like it. Mm. Didn't mean I was never going to pick it though. Cause no, no, no. I, I understand picking it because I think, again, visually, mm-hmm. I really thought it was beautiful. Mm. And that for me was the best part of the yeah. movie. I think you would maybe click a little better with uh, Little Witch Academia, which is another mm-hmm. um, trigger well, there's two shorts and then there's like a full series based on yeah. it. I think I have the shorts on the list. I believe for so, stuff yeah. to watch. I think it was on my three tier list. <laughs> was it? I don't remember that. But then I don't have them say I think I have them say I mean, somewhere. it was your list. Like, so. them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're still on sticky notes somewhere for my PC. So <laughs> <laughs> they were taking up too much space on my desktop. Though, so I had to close them. <laughs> um. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, we've gotten some mad tangents here with that. I don't think um, we even talked about the, like the full plot, really. No. Uh, Go ahead. I Sean. think that this is the thing, though. I think when you talk about a movie, you don't always have to talk directly about it mm, yeah, yeah. for it to work. Because um, I'm going to get a bit anecdotal here uh, with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I saw this in cinema, right? Mm-hmm. And I have some... I have like a couple of stories about it because apparently it couldn't have gone right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It did go right. It was a great experience. I had no idea what the movie was about. I saw like one trailer mm-hmm. and I just bought the ticket because uh, it was Scotland Loves Anime 2019. And so we were, I was there on the Saturday, saw Children of the Sea. Shit. We'll cover that eventually. <laughs> um, Weathering with You. Fantastic. I skipped Birthday Wonderland. Again, we're going to watch Weathering with You. We'll watch Birthday Wonderland at some point because I have it on Blurry now. And then mm-hmm. it was the mystery movie was One Piece Stampede, which did not go over well because it is the... It's like the 15th One Piece movie. So if you've mm-hmm. never seen One Piece... You, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. You know, generally, Seems I'm not... Seems like a weird choice for a It was a weird movie. movie. They they have like a... They have Jonathan Clements, who's like a... Sorry, Dr. Jonathan Clements, um, <laughs> who's like a an anime like well regarded in the anime community he introduces all the movies is his phd in anime no but he did write his um not thesis his uh what's the name what's the name i know and i think i know what you're talking about dissertation dissertation Mm -hmm. and it got released as a book i own it nice Nice. yeah (laughs) um on anime it's called anime (laughs) well there you go phd Uh, in anime yeah uh but yeah so uh, he was introducing it and he was like, yeah, we won't be, we won't be doing that again. That was a bad choice. Why did we do that? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> no you shit. Up. Well, <laughs> at least they're honest. That, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, that was funny because we had like a couple of people in front of us who had, who were in one piece and we were chatting and then like the film ended and we left and I was like, shit, I should have got her number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on. <laughs> perfect opportunity. I know. Um, but before One Piece, I bumped into some friends, uh, a friend from high school who was with his friends and we kind of joined together and I sat with them. And then when Promare was on the Monday, uh, I went to see it and met up with them. We went to see it. It was great. And we're sitting before it starts and like, you know, the logos come up. So we see yeah. Toho. And it's like, cool, we know who Toho are. They do a lot of distribution for movies. And then X-Flag comes up. X-Flag. You saw this at the beginning of the movie. I think so, yeah. The X-Flag logo. And we're sitting there, we both in unison, the guy I'm sitting next to and me. What the fuck is X-Flag? <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and someone in front of us very angrily turned around and was like, shh. And we're like, the film hasn't started yet. No, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think there's a clear rule. In like film etiquette, especially in cinema, 
it's okay to talk during logos. Yeah. Unless mm. people are speaking during logos, like characters, which uh-huh. doesn't really happen. No, no. really. Like this was, there were three logos before the movie started. There was Toho, there's X-Flag, and there's Trigger. Yeah. When you see the Trigger logo, you know, shut the fuck up, the film's starting. That's yeah. how all Trigger stuff starts. So we see X-Flag and we're like, what the fuck, what the fuck is that? <laughs> the fuck's an X-Flag? Because <laughs> it not only comes up X-Flag, it comes up X-Flag barbecue and you're like, Oh, I remember, yeah, what? yeah, no, it was a barbecue? <laughs> I looked into this and I have still no fucking clue. Apparently they're a video um, a video game company for mobile games, but except Kinda. no, they're not. Oh. Fun. Can't find like a, a we'll page. Look into this later. <laughs> I tried. I can't. No, neither no. of us could find. I I, I, oh. I searched as well. I couldn't find anything. No, Jeez. like I, we were specifically trying to look at what their role in production was. Yeah, they're just listed. If you go on Wikipedia, you'll see like production companies, <laughs> and you have uh, they just they just co-produced it. Yeah, you have Trigger, X Flag, and Sands again. Sands again. I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> uh, Thought you had a vendetta there. For <laughs> a Sands again. <laughs> And like next to X flag, you just have in brackets production. It's like, yeah, these are the that production yeah. companies. Doesn't mean anything. Because <laughs> Promare done the two D animation, Sansigan done three D. What did X flag do? I guess they put the money up for invested. It, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were like, okay. Like, I mean, yeah, we're gonna be quiet now. Anyway. You didn't have to shush us. That was a bit weird. Yeah. She was God. very angry. <laughs> like, very angry. If you're listening to this, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we went for pizza afterwards. Woo! Yay. Uh, yeah, so that was that was fun. I hope it was hot. I think and made by a burnish. On the, on the Saturday of that year for Scotland Loves Anime, they did the premiere premiere event, and it was, at, it was in the Biscuit Factory, I think, in Edinburgh, and they had a pizza party with it. But the problem oh. was they ran it at the same time as a couple of the movies that were on oh. in the film house. Oh, yeah, so yeah. you had to either skip the main event to go see it or go to the main event. Rip film house. Yeah, rip the film house, sadly. No yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. With us. <laughs> <laughs> It's all boarded up now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a great cinema. That's a great cinema. I didn't Sad. have the pleasure of going there. No, actually. sadly you never oh, no. never went. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really know where to go from there. Sad. Sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we've been talking for long enough. Long. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. only like maybe seven minutes or something for me to cut out of this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think uh, scores for Promer mm-hmm. before we wrap up. Uh... 8.5. I'm going to give it a 9. 5.5. Yeah, I kind of guessed that. Yeah, because I, I do think the visuals really yeah. higher up for me. I can't leave the episode without talking about the fucking soundtrack, okay? I'm going to have to bring it up. <laughs> this fucking soundtrack is a banger. Like, straight. It's it hypes fire. you up well. It does. It's and fire. it complements it the compl- visual yeah, style yeah. so much. Yeah. It's fire. This was when... <laughs> we done the music 3 by 3s in the first episode and I, I talked about Hiroyuki Sawano, that's who produced this soundtrack. Ah. Yeah, so you can probably tell why I like him <laughs> so much. Mm-hmm. Simp. I mean, <laughs> just because you're not into music. Simp. <laughs> so I yeah, response, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have this I have this soundtrack on vinyl as well, so that's very nice. Cool. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's, a mar- not a marbled effect but it's like two tones so one side is red and the other side is white okay. so when it's spinning it's 
very nice to look at. Uh, yeah, we'll wrap up there. This has been a weirdly tangential oh episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just to reflect on my score a little bit, I would have given it a little higher if we focused more on the team. Yeah, I That's think... my only criticism. I think like, yeah, I would have given it higher if the story was a bit better told in places, and I think mm-hmm. some characters could have had more to do. Yeah, yeah, I do love some moments that the characters get, like the end when uh, Ignis and Vulcan like smash the cars into each other and like mm-hmm. fucking headbutt each other that's cool but oh, that's great they don't have enough to do throughout the movie no. <laughs> um i just want to hear steve bloom's voice as well more. oh yeah i, I want to hear more yuri i want to hear more <laughs> carrie walgren as lucia as well like oh, i'm yeah, so glad yeah. they gave her a gremlin voice because <laughs> <laughs> the the japanese va has like a very similar kind of mm. gremlin voice <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm gonna end it <laughs> yeah yeah uh thank you for listening to this episode of anime lane um yeah bye 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 <laughs>